Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to a fantastic new episode of Record Breakers. We are your friends, here to share music with each with you and with each other, with the world. Uh, this is a podcast where, where a group of friends get together, uh, take turns sharing an album, and then we all talk about what we thought about that album. It's like a little book club for music. It's fun. Uh, I'm P.D. Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me is my team, my squad, my crew, uh, my uh, maids for this maid cafe. Uh, we've got Brett. The wheel provides. Praise the wheel. Yes. We've got Drew. That wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Yes. I don't know where I'll be doing. <laughs> and we've I can't got, go higher. <laughs> we've got Patrick. Hello, people. Yes. Uh, we're here to talk about music. We're here to talk about an album. I am providing an album this week. It's very cool, very interesting. Uh, nice, Says you. <laughs> nice little heavy hard rock music by a bunch of talented Japanese women. Uh... They have a thing, they have a shtick where they dress up as maids, uh, but overall they're just really talented rock musicians that get together and write and create and play tight, fun rock music. Uh, let's talk about some expectations before I get dive into describing this album. Uh, I'll go with Patrick. What were your expectations coming into this album? Um, anytime PD doesn't have an al- picks an album that isn't on one of, on the streaming service we subscribe, you know, either of us subscribes to, uh, you know, it's might get weird, but, uh, PD also sometimes picks great stuff. So I was, I was hopeful, I guess would yes. be the, be my, uh, I guess, uh, Drew, what were your expectations coming to this oh, album? Changing it up. Um, <laughs> Um, I knew he was bringing us something of uh, Japanese origin, and while he usually goes Korean when going foreign language, um, I was expecting something that was knowing what we've said before about things that make their way uh, from overseas to the Americas. It's usually pretty well polished, so I was expecting a well-produced record of whatever genre uh, they were playing, um, but other than that, I had no freaking idea what I was about to get myself into. I didn't know what the band's name meant until like I was sitting down to write notes. Like I didn't know the genre we were playing in. I just now ah, all right, we got a zip file. Yes. <laughs> uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album? I did not know shit about what I was getting into. Um, I didn't even do a Google search. Like Drew said, it, a, a file dropped upon me and uh, I opened it up and unzipped it and I launched Winamp and I kicked the llama's ass. Um, it was it was an album that like I, I try to not have expectations coming into things. And even if I did, I don't know how that would have worked. Yes. Um, yeah. Bandmade is a straightforward 
uh, rock band. I think like the the great way to describe it. I'm like even looking at uh, Wikipedia. As, uh, I think I'm using other people's way to describe them because I'm I'm find better ways to describe music than. But I make do. sure to donate. The Jimmy Wales is giving you a personal appeal. Yes. Uh, TeamRock.com apparently refers to the band made as a quote dir- a dirty rock and roll band end quote that combines quote the attitude of Guns N' Roses and the pomp of Def Leppard end quote. <laughs> That put uh, that on anything. That's not that is, an, not yes. anywhere close where I'm going to fall no, into. No, that is yeah, great. That is so wrong. I just love it, but it's so dumb. No, they're they're a pretty straightforward, just uh, heavy hard rock band. Uh, really tight musicianship. Really spoke <laughs> Def Leppard to me. You know, <laughs> I just I just saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> It's so perfect. Made me think uh, I was crazy when I read that too. And I was like, I'm getting more like the mid 2000s y, like weird, like intricate hardcore tones, like in yeah. places, not or Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard. The Guns N' Roses, maybe. Yes, maybe. maybe. Def Leppard, I don't know. I don't know. No. Uh, so overall, it, uh, the main thing about this is that it's it's super tight, super fun, heavy, but, uh, but not in a kind of like. Not a, heavy in all of, in kind of a lot of the right ways, uh, but overall kind of uh-huh. like catchy uh, and f- like fun to listen to, uh, fun to rock out to. Uh, they're really good musicians. Uh, they're really good. You know, the, the vocalist. Uh, let me get her because I, I always forget. Uh, Saiki Yatsumi uh, is a fantastic vocalist. Uh, Miku Miku Kobato is a backstory really well like uh the the guitar work is really cool like the the drums are really really tight and really cool uh uh-huh. even like the bass rears his head rears its head and, and and shines in places like all of it is really tight and really fun like musician musically uh and i think it just is a really cool record to just like 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 headbang too. Like it's just a fun record to rock out to. Um, yeah, uh, Patrick, how would you describe this album musically? It's really easy to like classify this as a gimmick because they have a gimmick. But I feel like, like what you kind of like Drew kind of alluded to it. It's a little bit like just modern hard rock, but. I think at a technical level that a lot of a lot of bands of this genre cannot achieve or don't bother to achieve. It's really, really technically well executed. Uh, but also, and I'm going to describe this, and I don't mean this in a demeaning way. A lot of this record sounds like the ending credits of an anime, like oh, the ending yeah. theme song of anime. And I mean that in like a if they're all like the good ending songs of animes, but they do have that. I think it's partially the the female vocals, the way they are, the, the way they're produced very much sound like that. But also like anime sometimes have to have a cool hip rock song at the end. Uh, but I, do, I also really, really enjoyed it. It's fun to listen to. It is because it's a little bit weird. It unbutts butt rock and just ends up being really fun. You can't unbutt butt rock. Yes, you can. <laughs> You just it's, remove the butt. Hey, that's I don't believe in that science. Hey, if you can uh, if you can polish a turd, you can you can probably unbutt butt rock. Remember that episode of Mythbusters when they they figured that out. <laughs> they unbutted butt rock. 
Yeah, that was a really good one. Win. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think uh, Twitter really Barra. shined yeah. in that in that regard. Uh, yeah, I always got the uh, got the idea that he listened to a lot of butt rock, but that's just me, I guess. Fair enough. Uh, Drew, what? How would you describe this album musically? What music do you think Grant Imahara listens to? <laughs> Classic. I'll tell you my thoughts on we Grant Imahara off camera. Off camera. Oh, but. Uh, the things I've heard about that guy. Um, but no, the the thing about this record is the tone. As the record started and as it flowed, every time I heard like the tone of the music, my mind kept going, oh, they're going to be like the metal bands I listened to when I was in like junior high. And it's going to there's going to be screams somewhere like, right, like that's what's going to come. Nope. Um, there is all of these, like, really, like, these chugging riffs with, like, the intricate lines weaving in and out of, like, the backdrop. And, like, the bass just doing, like, these weird walks, but then, like, sliding down and back up and, like, doing that sort of bit. Oh, yeah. Um, it's stuff that, like, I really like the tone of stuff that I really dig there. But it usually is accompanied by this, like, very overbearing vocal that I just don't jive with anymore um because i'm not 13 and you don't be... hold with it bub yeah. no i haven't um and i'll go back and try to listen to that style of music and it's always just like i get one or two songs and i'm like okay that's enough for now the the vocals in this that just pop out from under that and like do the thing that i like when it's that juxtaposed vocal on these type of things just works really, really well. I think overall, again, it's the, the composition of it and the production quality of it cannot be understated in my my opinion. Um, it's really, really well thought out, but it is something that's really cool. Even not again, like I said, I didn't see this band at all until I went and like sat down to write notes, and then like I started researching things and saw like how this band presents themselves on stage and like that bit if you were just listening to this band like just coming into it from that fresh perspective you don't the gimmick does not play in the music the gimmick only plays in how they like the art and the way they present themselves on stage and stuff like that the music itself is really really cool so like having that fun gimmick like i can get down with a band that does that like that's kind of dope yeah so um brett what how would you describe this album musically what would be the themes elements that catch your attention well it, it's a little bit metal and it's a little bit whiny air punk rock uh it's uh it, but it, it's it's certainly polished uh that, i think that's the first donnie marie reference on record breakers uh let's let's all like say for the moment and celebrate it biannually um but uh, the sound it sort of skips around you, you can hear several different influences and in, like even the solos and the tone um there's a lot of heavy double bass drum use um there's some very skilled solo work on the guitars um and you can tell that like some of the tones were meticulously crafted to sound like a thing um you know there's there's a extensive use of tapping 
in the guitar solos. Um, it's also extremely poppy. Uh, it's, it's, it's going for the earworm. Um, it's, it's not quite like grown in a lab. If you record in a clean room, but kinda, but that's kind of what you expect. Like they, the people, I, I don't know that the albums that we get here on record breakers that, that crosses the Pacific, uh, come over and, don't sound like this from uh the 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 peers of of this band and uh others that we have heard um but like it 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 ranges in how how poppy and how like straight up hook you know the the way that it is it is a song that is written with the uh like the outline of this is how we this is something that is digestible to most people but we fit in other things to d- differentiate the, our band from others. Uh, and I'm sure like it, it, it's at different levels, but when we get into tracks uh, individually, I'm sure that we will all hit some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And let's talk about some of the key tracks. Um, the, I'll do the record breakers thing talk about how it opens up, but don't you tell me uh, it is, it, it does a good job of introducing what they are. Like you hear, you get a lot of what you, you know, a lot of their pieces right there, especially like the, the, the hooky part, you know, the, the, the very catchy hook, like the very catchy English hook in the middle of this Japanese song. Like, uh, you know, all semantics aside of like word usage, but, uh, it is, it is catchy and it is fun. Like, uh, and the the guitars were really cool, and like the the instrumentation is really cool. Uh, you also have uh, their the single, which is uh, like the single that like the name kind of might, might throw you off, uh, but it's it shouldn't you know you get over YOLO. <laughs> uh, the name might make you like you know uh, squinge a little bit. Uh, I'm squinging so hard. Yeah, it's squinge worthy uh hashtag squinchworthy uh but it's still a really cool song uh musically and still like the vocals are just fantastic in this one uh and like the vocals are fantastic and it works really well and i think it also closes really well with secret my lips which is another one of the songs that has a video on it for it uh and especially like there's some really cool moments like like that double bass drums and things like that and uh and and the guitar work is really cool uh and the the vocals are really cool on that one as well like um but yeah I'll, I'll leave you guys to 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 describe a little bit better uh Patrick what would be some of the key tracks for you uh I'll double down on the opening track don't you tell me uh good chorus like like this album is sort of it, it is it is just modern hard rock but with the catchiest of hooks uh and like this song is very much that uh moratorium really really cool guitar melody thing it's uh if you took uh one of my favorite bands nevermore and somehow made it happy and poppy it would maybe sound like that and that's a compliment like just the not palm muted wandering guitar line just kind of had that plus the presumably cranked up Mesa boogie amp tone just 
it did that in a weird way. Uh, the guitars are definitely tuned down, but but not too much. I don't hate that quite like Brett does. I'm kind of okay with guitars being tuned down to Q if you got to. Just, you know, do I it mean, right. The, the last album I brought was done completely in two steps yeah. down. That, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I I like the like sort of rel- like kind of pretty heavy rock music, but with really pretty nice polished vocals. It's it's fun. And then uh, take me higher. Uh, it, it starts out kind of like a dumb rock song, and then like you get this insane like slappy bass breakdown thing, and like cool wad out guitar solos, and it's just fun. It's good. It uh. It really is a good example of the fact that, like, these guys are way better musicians than you would expect a bunch of people who dress up like maids on stage to be. Like, if we go back to the the, the comparison I assume this band will draw from American audiences is to baby metal and that it is girls playing rock music from Japan and they have outfits that are, you know, a, they have a gimmick. The difference being is, like, baby metal's three vocalists and then a bunch of old dudes who are, you know, metal players. This is like some girls who formed a band and like write their own shit and, you know, put it all together. And I, I kind of appreciate like that. It's, it, it feels more, it, it, it is very produced. It is very polished, but it also feels a little more, uh, a little more, uh, authentic, I think than, than baby metal does because it, just a rock band who has who happens to have a gimmick. Um, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Um, for me, I'm gonna skip the opening track and actually do the second track, Puzzle. Um, the first track was good. Don't get me wrong, but like, Puzzle was like, oh, this is what we're gonna do. It has the hit you hard and then like drop drop the bottom out and let the singer come through. It gets into like a really cool ebb and flow uh, with the music. It, like tonally speaking, it again. This is the song that made me think. Oh, this is this is sort of what I remember, like the junior high wheelhouse I was talking about earlier. Um, Yolo. Um, I think Yolo is the single for a reason, and I think it's a pretty damn good reason. Um, the hook itself is really catchy. The song itself, get your head uh, moving in the up and down fashion. Um, and it is polished to a high shine. Um, it seems like, at least to me, from an outsider's perspective, listening to the whole record, this feels like the song that was sort of made like, hey, we're going to need something to put on a radio. And like, it's not always a bad thing to do that. If you can do it in a way that still sounds like you're making a song that you want to make. And I think they did that. And that, and then ending with secret, my lips, um, it just sort of ends, uh, heavy as hell, which is nice. Um, the, the vocal effects on this one, uh, I could leave it. Um, but otherwise it's a really fun, uh, track overall and a good way to end for me. Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Don't you tell on me. Uh, you know, the, the album. I'm gonna. I'm a oh. snitch. You may or may not end up with stitches. Um, yes. but, uh, <laughs> it, it's, you know, I, I, 
I, I walked into this album not actually knowing what I was getting. Um, and this album uh, opened up in a way that I was not expecting from, you know, say the cover art and the, I mean, yeah, I, it sounds very turn of the millennium pop punk with a dash of butt rock on top. But then I heard a dive bombing guitar solo and I was like, okay, there, there's more going on here than what I would have assumed in the first two minutes of listening to this album. Uh, the song moratorium, the, 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 the double bass drum is on display and, uh, so is the groove. Um, they also make good use of throwing some squealies in and, uh, you know, a, a drop tune sound in a very poppy song, which is not something I've really ever heard before. Um, and, uh, take me higher. Um, Sammy Hagar can't even do that for me anymore. Um, the, the bass is put on display and they mix the bass up. Um, and they're also two Metallica esque, you know, wah pedal solos tucked in there as well, which made me be like, Oh, Hey, some that that's where you use a wah pedal. There you go. Uh, you know, really you could, you can break down a lot of the songs on this album, but those were the three that really hanged with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot to pick up uh, on a lot of the tracks, almost all the tracks, uh, like I said. Um, but let's bring it back around the horn. Talk about some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole? I thought this was fun. Sometimes music can just be fun. I was like literally today driving home, blasting this in my car. And in that context, it works really well. Um it's this is you know this is not the the greatest groundbreaking album in the world uh it is not certainly for everyone it 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 does some things but if you've ever like heard like a hard rock anime uh closing theme song and you're like wow that's kind of fun i want more songs like that here you go here's an album full of a lot of that uh it's it's good it's enjoyable it's it's better than the gimmick so i think you should go listen to it yes um, true. What what would be your conclusion? Uh, I had a ton of fun with this record. It it dips in parts. Um, it's not perfect, but it's something that, again, it's it's <coughs> it's just fun. Like it was really kind of an easy listen for me personally. It's something that I'm I'm excited to hear more from these guys uh this is sort of their first full length so it's it's something that i'm like oh okay well this is it's to me at least another love x stereo situation where i'm like um i'm probably gonna keep an eye out for more from these guys um i i personally really dug it um again not, not perfect by any means it's not going to set the entire world on fire but it picked my ears up and i'm gonna keep them there uh, well picked. Yes. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusion on this album? I mean, th- this really ain't my thing, uh, but I can certainly respect the skill that's on display. Um, it's a very well done album. Uh, and more importantly, it is something that I have never heard before. I had never thought that this was a thing that could have been done. And now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joel. 
two PSIs, two episodes in a row. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think overall, uh, the, the, the enjoyable is I think the the, the key word. Um, it is it is a fun record. It is uh fun. It is a fun, very poppy record that uses uh its rock and its metal influences to good effect. Um, is the the thing you know? It's fun to like the whole made thing. I think one of the funnest things is like if you looked at them on stage and you look at their outfits, you can tell who was really enthusiastic about a made thing about the made thing and who showed up to practice. Like, does does this count as a made thing? Does, does this does this this counts right? All right, let's practice. <laughs> so you can just kind of tell there's a, there's a there's a thing like that which is fun, but uh, because it, they're a lot they're all in it ultimately for being in a band and making music. You know, they all write the music, they all write the the lyrics, uh, which is cool. Uh, it doesn't you know it doesn't make them more authentic than anything else. No, no, they're just other people that make music, but they're it's cool that they do that thing it's cool that and it's cool to listen to do them to do do that thing and their talent is really cool that last sentence i don't understand uh but overall yeah it's over it's really cool to kind of listen to them wail and listen to play music and listen to them play guitar it's like um, me wailing. Yeah. uh <laughs> and overall it is a fun catchy you know, infectious album. And I think that is worth checking out. It's a band that's worth checking out. Uh, and it's a band that's worth uh, keeping an eye out to see as they grow. You know, they could, uh, especially if you want to, you know, if you are following, or better, probably better than I am, because, of, you know, as we've documented on my other podcast, Halijuku, it's it's hard to get into Japanese music because they, they they don't really do a good job of exporting. <laughs> yeah. Unless you like watching short versions of music videos. Then if you do, I I I commend you. But I I personally don't like my song being interrupted two thirds of the way through. Um because they want to sell a DVD to me. Um Seriously, Japan. Physical media is dead. Just accept it. Uh the home of the mini disc? Nah. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's just a really cool album to, that's worth checking out and worth listening to. And uh, it, it's worth keeping an eye out for Bandmade as they grow and as they keep going. Um, but yeah, let's get into the main event of the evening. What everybody's been, everybody's been waiting for, the true star of the show. We get into this the haiku reviews. Um, let's get down to it. Patrick, what is your haiku? More than a gimmick. Well-made and well-played rock songs. Pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? Not a 100, but pretty damn fun music. Keeping an eye out. Uh, Brett. What is your haiku? A new style to me. A wild pairing of cultures. Well crafted and tight. 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 Uh, 
Let me snort hammer. some drugs off of a knife. <laughs> uh, heavy hard rock maids lacking nothing in their skill. They do just bring it. Uh, yeah. That is, of course, our thoughts on bandmates. Just bring it. Uh, you cannot find it on our Spotify playlist. Uh, you'll have to go out and seek it out. Probably buy it on Amazon. Buy it or seek it out in other forms. Uh, maybe force uh, AVEX to actually put things. You can purchase it on iTunes uh, or listen to it on Apple Music. Um, but yeah. Or Amazon Music. It is on Amazon Music. You can listen to it on Amazon Prime, Amazon Music Unlimited. Uh, so that those places. Go seek it out. Go check it out. Listen to it. It's worth the time. It's worth the effort. Um, but presumably, actually, on our Spotify playlist will be the next record, I assume. Uh, and that will be provided by Patrick. Patrick, what do you got for us next week? Uh, so I'm going to pick a band that I, I miss and I enjoy, who I feel are very, very miscast because of the years with which they came to prominence. Uh, and Chains. No, no, but similar Temple situation. Uh, System of a Down and their album Mesmerize. Fuck. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I like System On of a Down. Uh... Also, I, I, I pulled them up it. on Spotify. I pulled and under merch they have System of Down fidget spinners. Yep, that's, that's about the right. Second best fidget spinner I've about seen right. in the last week. So awesome. Uh, but yeah, I I'll, I'm thinking about buying one of those. Yes. But yeah, mesmerize. Uh, but that that I'm looking forward to that discussion. Uh. Not, not the album I would pick, but it's definitely going to be a fun discussion. I, I I know I didn't pick that album specifically because I think this is this is more interesting because everyone's heard that album. Yeah, uh, yeah. Look forward to that next week. But that's next week, and this is this week. And you can of course find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at Hibbidubibbert. H i b b i t y b i b b a r d. Drew is at Exclusive X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is for Record Breakers. That's the number for Record Breaker. Podcast.com is the website. Recordbreakerspodcast.gmail.com is the email. The electronic mail for which you can send electronic mail to. The Cyber Post. Yes. Uh, send that email to us. As long as it's nice. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Uh, yeah, we're on places where you can find podcasts. We do all things like share, subscribe, get a damn um, haircut. Yeah, I, haircut. I oh, did. No. I literally cut all of my hair off. <laughs> I need to get a haircut. Like my mom, my aunt, is a hair stylist. Uh, but that's that's next week with a perm comes Petey. Yes. Uh, that's it. Until next time.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>